I was going to say, as far as the older generation, don't try and minimize the feelings of the younger generation. But I feel like what happens often is people people say like, oh, well, you're only 20-something or whatever. Like, you haven't experienced nothing. Like, you don't know much. I feel like we grow at such a, like, a much faster rate than, like, previous generations did. So I feel like mm-hmm. we are actually going through a lot of real-life stuff yeah. right now. So don't try and minimize somebody's feelings and be like, you're only 18, you're only 19, you're only 20. Like, it's people that's 18, 19, 20 with million-dollar businesses or whatever mm-hmm. the case may be. Like, we're actually out here doing things uh, and going through things. Yes. yes. All right, welcome to another edition of Social Proof Podcast. This is a very special episode because we are uh, announcing there's a new, fresh group of people. I feel like... I feel like Diddy when he signed like 112. I feel like like finding a new group, right? But um, in this influencer um, information social media age, uh, there are always going to be emerging voices. Mm-hmm. And um, I think I was just kind of, I had a lot of you all in mind when I was thinking about, yo, we need to expand because there's an audience that I can't reach. No matter how prolific, I think I am. There's certain voices that just will not listen to me, mm-hmm. but I still want to have an impact on that Gen Z generation. Just how I think I've somehow impacted you all in yeah. some way, right? Yeah. Sure. Um, but I think you all are going to be the ones that are uh, that. Well, I, you are ones that have been gathering information from successful people from my generation mm-hmm. and speak in kind of like. Uh, translating that information to your audience and um, all of you have been growing in your own way so um, we are launching the Growing Pains Podcast so uh, I'm going to ask each one of you what do you think Growing Pains means to you in your Gen Z states Mm. start with Trey oh we got to start with me I think Growing Pains mean for me um, just basically like overcoming any obstacle. There's no challenge that you can't get over. So it's pretty much just like, Hold all right, on, are yeah. you sure that there's no challenge you can't get over? I'm sure. You're sure. I'm sure. There's some challenges you cannot get over. Like what? Let's say, let's say, um, someone passes away. Mm. Um, some people never get over that. Yeah. That's a choice. Is it? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I Explain. mean, it's. It's a choice because you choose how you let it affect you. Um, I know people who have like experienced loss and grief and they're still in the same place that they were when they lost that person. But you can also choose to, that doesn't mean you forget about the person or you just move on, but you find new ways to just continue to live life uh, without them being there. Like move you, past it. You ever been in love with somebody? Mm-hmm. Like deeply in love? How like dangerously end? in love. Well, actually, my first <laughs> love. <laughs> my first love passed away um, when I was mm. I was seventeen. He was eighteen in college, yeah. um, and he died trying to save somebody else. He drowned. Oh my god! And um, that was like my first time actually experiencing like I felt my heart literally broken. Like that was it was the worst pain I've ever felt in my whole life. Like it was it was terrible. How'd you get over it? Um, it took a while. Like, what's a while? It took a few years. Um, 
because you still have those moments where you just like think about the person and you like just break down and cry. I still was like close with his family. I did like his little sister's prom dress. So like going over there, still being around them. Um, even just thinking of, about the fact that oh, like he was so young and his life just ended like that. But I, why did it take a couple of years and why couldn't you just decide the next day to just keep going? Cause I'm still human. I mean, you still feel things. Um, yeah, but how how long does it take to not feel the thing anymore? Okay, so I'll say you you feel it a lot when it first happens, but as mm -hmm. time starts to go on, then it like then you just instead of you being sad every day, now you just may have like sad moments uh, every other month, and then it'll go from sad moments every other month to you know. Sad moments, like it, like every like five, six, or seven months, you know, um, yeah. and so it just kind of spreads out. But you still take that time to like grieve, you know. Yeah, let me yeah. ask y'all, and this is kind of from a different generation's perspective. Some people look at black people and say, "Come on, man, it was just slavery. Get over it. Like y'all had a black president." But there are layers of trauma. That is not easy to get over. That's why I'm just challenging what you're saying. It's, yeah, I walk right into that. You can't <laughs> <laughs> just get over. However, however, you are going to have to live long enough to experience and understand what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. So, But the cool thing is, in your generation, I think when I was, Marcus, I would imagine like when you were... How do y'all, 18, 19, 20, 20, you think, yo, we just keep on living. We just keep moving. But as you go along things, you go through some stuff. Now, I don't I don't want y'all to like, I still want you to have the mindset like, yo, just positive, just get over it. Mm -hmm. But um, for you to even really be super effective with your audience, um, you're going to have to embrace that stuff yeah. that's coming your way. That's yeah. true. Yeah. I don't think it's necessarily the fact of like, oh, I'm just happy now. Like, I'm going to get over it and like move on to the next yeah. thing. Like, I personally, thankfully, haven't experienced like a death like close to me that like has hit home. And hopefully it's no time soon. Um, but I will say that like you may go through things or things may tend to hurt you in a different way. But over time, it starts to like ease up a little, I would say, in a sense, um, because like we all know that at some point in life, like we're coming, like, like you're coming, to, it's coming to an end. So it's like, um, I'm trying to not say the wrong words. Cause like I said, I haven't experienced like, no, um, I'm not going to challenge you. Too. Yeah. <laughs> but like, but like definitely like, brother. um, I just feel like, like you have to like grow through it. It's a growing pain. 100%. Um, so yeah. it's like, I'm here now, but I can get past that. Like life doesn't stop when somebody passes. You still have to pay bills. You still have to do that kind of stuff. So it's like, it doesn't just stop. I'm sure they will want you to move on and they would do the same. Um, it may take them time, but it's like, we can't just stop our life because of like a traumatic experience or else like that's, that's when you're really gone. Like you're tapped out completely because you need to be able to push forward through those things and be able to like I'm sitting here today because I push forward through depression. I push forward through like overcoming obstacles. You keep saying like, oh, you slimming down, you slimming down. <laughs> but, like, like literally, like I was going through like a, a mental state in 2019 all the way up until last year. But like Jada said, it's a choice to mm -hmm. sit in it because literally all last year, 
all I learned was that I just sat in my depression. Yeah. I was blaming other people. Yeah. Oh, this is why I didn't get this done. Mm-hmm. This is why I didn't do this. This is why um, this person don't don't like mess with me this way. But it's like, no, you got to look internally with, yeah, within yourself. Right. So Thanks. I noticed like it was a choice of mine to either sit there and like just forever sit there. And like I always say on a podcast, like I don't want to be old and like soggy and like <laughs> struggled up and like, you know, just like sitting there looking back like, dang, like I really didn't do what I wanted to do. Yeah. So yeah, that's my perspective is that you grow through. And I want to piggyback on what Jada said. Um, I lost my mom when I was 12. So mm-hmm. it's a little different, you know, mm-hmm. um, had two younger brothers and an older sister. Yeah. But when I lost my mom, it's like, okay, what do I got to do to yeah. be a man? You get what I'm saying? So I had to go through those growing pains. Yeah. You know, I had to be a man. I had to learn lessons. And I had to yeah. be a role model for my brothers, you know. So yeah. it's definitely different for me because it was a journey, you know. Mm-hmm. And going through that journey, I just had to keep going. I had to find my purpose. And with that purpose, I was able to, like, get better. I was able to do good in school. I was able to do a lot of successful things because, sadly, because of that, that that death of my family, yeah. so right. you know nice. it's tough. You know, Do you remember how you felt? Uh, it was kind of tough growing up. Um, you know, uh, we had two separate households, so I live with my dad, and on the weekends, uh, I would, not the situation. Uh-huh. Do you remember how you felt? Yeah, it was very painful. You know, um, at that time, I was getting really close to my mom, and we were splitting custody. You know, so I was getting to know who she was as a woman. She was coming to my games on the weekends. Um, we had a lot of tough times because, like I said, the custody battle was was an issue um, with my stepmom and my mom. But um, it, it really hurt, but I didn't dwell on it for too long. I knew that in order to make her proud, I had to be a role model, and I had to get my stuff together, which was um, getting straight A's, um, going to college, um, getting married, all these things that you want to do in life. I just found my purpose, and every single day it was about, okay, who can Runzel Teague be and how can I make my mom proud? You know, so yeah. that's, that's what it was all. How old are you? I'm 25. 25. Yeah. How do you try? I'm 19, turning 20 in a couple of days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You always I say that. that. Are, I'm 19, <laughs> turning 20. Bro, you're 19. <laughs> uh, growing pains. It's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. 
Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. and it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. Um, I feel like my answer to that is like pain is, I don't think pain is an excuse not to grow. Mm. I feel like We'll say, I think most people might see this and they might think, well, this might be sad or this might be um, ill will towards people that feel depression or they might feel negativity, negativity. But I believe that every pain that I've gone through has allowed me to grow. Every mm -hmm. heartbreak, every loss, every setback, it's forced me to grow. It's forced me to be better, um, whether that was from losing my baby sister whether that was um, just me having a fallout with a very close friend that I had. And even with this, when I was wrestling and I got pinned down and embarrassed, like all that stuff builds you up into the man that I am today anyway. So I don't, you have a choice at the end of the day, even though everybody's going through it through pain, but everybody also has a choice. Like there's always two sides to the coin. So I think growing pain means to me that even though you're going to go through some pain, you have the choice to grow. So if you're not growing, it's because you're choosing not to. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of y'all were talking about like the choosing word. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When you say like you choose not to go through it or you choose not to feel a certain way, what does that mean exactly? I was, I would say like for, for me, like, um, like for example, my father wasn't in my life. So the whole time that he wasn't in my life, I chose to like, play victim and like oh this is why i'm acting out in school this is why i'm doing this this is why like this is happening this is why i'm having like i'm like having um trouble like creating a strong bond with my stepfather um this is why like i'm battling against my mom when really your parents like for the most part like your parents or the even if it's not a parent like somebody that loves you they're not an enemy they're trying to help you and they're trying to yeah. guide you the right way so it's like like you said it's, well like we all said like it's like a choice mm -hmm. to sit there and like allow this to like allow this to have a cause on a strong impact on your life that you choose not to move like i can choose not to when i have children i can choose not to 
like be in their lives mm-hmm. or I can choose mm-hmm. to be in their lives and show them a better version of what a father is and yeah. what a stand up person is. Cause most of the time, like I used to think like, dang, like how could somebody that like I resemble in a sense. And like, people was telling me like, Oh, like you got like, you got a little anger issues. Like, <laughs> like that's why you acting out of school and different things like that. Um, so like, how can somebody that like I resemble and I don't even really know them? Like, I still don't know a lot of things about him. Um, I seen him before I've been around him multiple times, but it's just the fact that we don't have a relationship. But one thing that I realized as I got older is I can't continue to blame him for his mistakes and all I can do is just be a better man of a better version of myself and be a better man um, for myself and for the people that I want to impact, which is my family, my little brother, different things like that. Um, and the last thing I'll say is I noticed as I get got older, life isn't like sweet. <laughs> like yeah. life is going to hit you. It's going to throw a couple jabs and then you got to duck like all of that stuff. So it's like um, I begin to realize that. Maybe he wasn't in my life because he had his own struggles that he was going through. Like, there's some things that I won't speak on because it's not my story to tell. But, like, he's had some things going into his life. And then even, like, some of his siblings and things like that. Like, they all have, like, certain things or habits that they allow to, like, overtake them as a whole. I feel like, I don't know, I feel like awareness might be better than shoes. Mm. Because sometimes you can be acting Mm -hmm out but you don't know it you know yeah and explanation huh give me an explanation i would say for me personally i used to have like a negative self-view about myself Mm -hmm. and then i started to project it on other people right but then it wasn't what do you you mean what was your negative view and how how did you project it on other um well i would say i feel like it started when i was younger because i used to have eczema which is like a skin condition Mm mm-hmm And so I grew up with a lot of insecurity, right? And so I feel like, and that was like a major part of my childhood. So I feel like it's kind of ingrained in me for me to be, like I'm so used to being insecure. It's like now um, I'm hostile sometimes or. um, You're hostile? Sometimes, yeah. Have y'all seen her hostile? Not yet. She's growing. (laughs) You seen it a little bit? Mm, Not not so much. I know she has the potential. Yeah. Um, don't get yeah. her. Don't get her. <laughs> um, I would say also, um, I remember I went through a season where I just thought I was like so dumb, bro. Right. Mm-hmm. And in that season, I was I was angry with everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe not my family, because I have a soft spot for them, but like my friends and stuff. Mm-hmm. I would be like rude sometimes or passive aggressive. And it wasn't until I was aware that okay, I'm just projecting, mm-hmm. you know. So I feel like awareness might be better than choosing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll add to that because I feel like, well, actually, to add to what she said about choosing, I know that every time that I was depressed, it was because I chose to sit in it. Like, how I imagine it is you see two options, right? You could either choose the road to take care of your mental space or whatever Mm -hmm. and actually take care of yourself and get yourself into um, a better state uh, mentally, emotionally. But then there's also this road that you could take where it just tells you to just sit in it, right? Mm -hmm. And I would clearly see the two choices that I could make and I would say, I'm going to just sit in it. I don't want to even try and make myself Mm -hmm. feel better. I'm just going to sit here like... Uh, so that's how I feel about the choice right. uh, and that's what every like hard thing that yeah. I've been through um, even the other week when I had told you about like uh, the sexual assault I was sad for days and then I chose I said I don't like being sad like this 
So I'm just going to move on. Not saying I forgot what happened, but mm-hmm. it was just like I don't want to sit in this anymore. Yeah. Um, and then even how you said like about self awareness, mm-hmm. I feel like for me, I did not become. I did not start to become a better version of myself until I became self-aware. Literally, I was I was barely making any progress for the longest. Like I was moving so slow throughout my life. I kept having the same situations over and over and over until I became self-aware and I realized, dang, these are all the things that you're you're struggling with. You're a jealous person. You can be really selfish. Like you BS stuff. Like you don't even you act like I, I used to love putting on a show like I do my best. I was not doing my best. Like I would act like it though. And I used to get so mad because my stepdad was the only person that would call me out on that. He would call me a BSer. All the time. And I used to get so mad because I would think, I think I'm putting on a pretty good show. Like, <laughs> like nobody calls me Why that. Exactly, exactly. But he, <laughs> like, he always saw through it. But then I had to even become self-aware in that. Like, so it was like this whole list I created. Um, like, of all these habits, like, during the pandemic, of all these habits that I was like, okay, this is who I really am. Like, this is the bad of what I am. I was trying to, like, glorify the good about me. Like, oh, you're young, you're an entrepreneur, you're a fashion designer, you got all these clients and stuff. But it's like, no, like, you really got a long list of stuff you need to work on. And so I feel like once I became self-aware in those things, that's when I finally began to grow. And also embracing it, too. Like, I feel like most people, we... Especially at our age, we try to hide it. We try to put up a wall. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's our version of trying to dodge the responsibility. Yeah. Because, again, the responsibility is heavy. We're not used to it. Yes. Um, but, like, growing growing through pain doesn't mean hiding from it. I mean, hiding from it just lets it sit there and marinate. I mean, a plant can't really grow if it's hiding in the shade. I mean, mm-hmm. it needs light. It needs to grow. It needs to have the nutrients that it needs to grow and get through that situation. So, in our case, it's, you know, having our own community, having these. Again, like, I'm grateful to have you guys um, a part of my circle because now I can feed off of y'all energy. And then from there, go back and forth and I can grow through it instead of hiding from it, instead yeah. of being by myself and kind of just dwelling on it by myself. But even still, you can. It's just... It, it makes it faster by having people in your corner. I was just yeah. about to say that too. Oh, yeah. No, go ahead. I was going to say like you becoming a better version of yourself and even the choices that you make. So when you choose to either take that road of depression or take the road of, you know, choosing better, a lot of that also has to do with your environment too. Yeah. Um, I know friends who like when they were sad, say they just went through a breakup the friends they had around them say I'm the only positive person, but the friends they had around them, the majority it's like, girl, just go to the club, get drunk. Like, just forget about it. Like, mm. and they're basically telling you mask how you're feeling, avoid mm. how you're feeling. And so you have to have like an environment around you that makes you want to choose the higher road, even if they're not there. Like when we make these choices to choose, like, oh, do I want to say depressed? Do I want to say sad or angry? Or do I want to choose the higher road? We're typically by ourselves when we make that choice. But because of the type of people you have around you, that will help influence what choice you make. Think of a number in your head. How much do you think it would cost for me, a pretty successful entrepreneur, to coach you every single day? to give you all of the game. I'm talking about every day for an entire year. Monday through Friday, I'm on I'm on a, a virtual call. Hey, y'all, I ain't gonna lie, man. They sent me this Yuffie lock. Think about being on the couch. Someone rings the doorbell. Your child left their key at school, and they 
need you to get off the couch to open the door. Well, you don't have to do it anymore with this Eufy lock. You can open, unlock, see who's at the door all on your phone. It's super easy to install. You can set up with just a Phillips screwdriver, no drilling required. It's keyless entry. So it's no more fumbling for your keys when your hands are full coming from the grocery store. 0.3 second fingerprint recognition. Listen, you put your fingerprint on there, you don't have, even if you got you got your bags, you put one finger out there, boop, you get to unlock your door that way. No battery anxiety. You don't have to worry about the battery dying. Quick charging, it's incredible. Also, passcode unlocking and remote control with a 2K clear sight camera so you can see who's at the front door. You're in control anywhere from the app. Enhanced night vision. It's absolutely incredible. No monthly fee either. So unlike other brands that charge a monthly fee, you have you have uh, recordings locally, and you don't have to pay for the storage. Customer support is on 10. Listen, Eufy is on standby for you 24-7, so you can enjoy a worry-free experience with an 18-month warranty, all backed by our professional customer service team. Listen, you can contact them anytime, telephone, email, or live chat. Okay, listen, you need this Eufy lock. You need to look it up. All you have to do is go to the official website, Eufy, E-U-F-Y dot com. I just ordered mine, okay? I love this product. It is incredible. It's a game changer. It makes life so much easier, right? So if you have a video doorbell already or any smart lock, it's, 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 it's time to replace it. It's time to replace it. So listen, search Eufy. E-U-F-Y, video lock. Search Eufy Video Lock. That's E-U-F-Y, video lock. Or visit eufyofficial.com forward slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door. Okay? You can get a complete control of your front door, your life, back door. Incredible. Okay? So search Eufy, E-U-F-Y, video lock, or visit eufyofficial.com forward slash video lock. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Teaching you how I've done the things that I've done and me updating you every single day in real time on all the business moves that I'm making, all the negotiations that I'm in, everything that I'm doing before I actually do it. How much you think? And let's say Monday through Friday, and then on Thursdays we do a Q&A where not only do you get a chance to ask your questions and get them answered, but you get, to you get to hear the answer from a whole community, hundreds of other people on a call, and you get their answers that are gonna help you too. 
What do you think? And once or twice a year, get together, free conference that we all get to come to, and you get to meet all these people that you see virtually. How much do you think that would cost every single year? 10000 Not even close. It would probably be closer to 100000 because it's just, I don't, I, I, my, my time is valuable, and to give you the sauce that's going to help you make millions, I'd have to charge you at least 100000 But what I've done is created a community where you get the advantage of learning how to become an entrepreneur. You get to network with hundreds of entrepreneurs every single day. You got a community that keeps you inspired and excited. You will read a book club with us every single day. We'll also have an event where we come together once or twice a year for free. We do all of that for $399 for the year. Go ask somebody. I've got receipts of things that I built over the last decade, okay? Uh, I am willing to coach you. $3.99 for the year. Listen, go to themorningmeetup.com or click the link in this video. Um, let's get back to the episode. But keep in mind, I want to coach you. Let's get started. And I like um, what you said, like, you're a by yourself. All last year, like, literally, I had to be by myself. Like, mm -hmm. I had did so many things to, like... Like for the last from 2019 all the way up until that like of last year in November before like when I did the fast like what I learned was like the reason why I'm working so hard and like trying to become this successful person is because you're you're scared like you're scared and you're trying to put on a mask because you want people to celebrate you and you don't want them to see your flaws like I remember in like last year like every day I will lock my door and like, I don't want nobody to come in. I don't want my mom, my stepdad, my brother. Like I literally don't want nobody to come in. I don't want to be yeah. bothered. I just want to sit there and like sit in it and like mm -hmm. think, but then it became to a point of like, all right, how long are we going to do this? Yep. Like, yeah. cause I already talked, I already like been through the phase of like in 2019 where I thought like I couldn't see myself past 21. Like I was like, dang, like something like something bad is going to happen to me because I just can't get past my thoughts. Like I'm I'm just like drowning in my thoughts and I don't know how to communicate it. And like you said, Yanni, of being hostile and like stuff like that, like you're putting on a show, you're putting on a image to like try to be like look like you have it all together or you're going to defend yourself like before it like out of insecurity. If like like the most common thing that my aunt and my mom used to say or still says to this day like they'll be like oh like you you know it's fine like your weight goes up and down like your um like your father like i used to hate like my shoulders how broad my shoulders is and stuff and people would be like oh like you know you're gonna be a football player i'm like bro like no i'm not <laughs> like, so it's like <laughs> it's like different things like that like i used to hate that um that like people will like be like oh like you're gonna be a football player all that stuff um because I knew like there's something else that I really wanted to do. Um, so yeah, it just really takes like being quiet and like understanding like what it is, what is it that I need to work on? Cause a lot of times we already know it's just being like confident enough and taking the urge to take the next step into yeah. the next chapter of your life. Yeah. Right. I would say, um, I remember in 2020, that was like one of the hardest years I've had. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was by myself, but I would say I grew a lot during that year. Um, mentally, my relationship with God, so spiritually, yeah. um, my character changed. I dropped habits and stuff like that. So I feel like it's important to be by yourself, but I feel like it's also important for you to be around people that can pour into you and pull yeah. you out. Mm -hmm. Because I remember last year when I was by myself and isolated, I was, like you said, drowning in my own thoughts. Like, you're not... You're not um, good enough. You won't make it. 
You know what I'm saying? You're not smart enough. Like, you don't have a skill set. Like, I was drowning myself, but I was by myself. It wasn't until I started getting out, you know what I'm saying, hanging around people, and when I started to grow and actually pull myself out of my own mind, you know? Mm-hmm. So I got so. a question for y'all. So we were kind of having different right answers towards, like, you know, being by yourself is, you know, key to our growth. Like mm-hmm. we all have said, like, being by ourselves has helped us grow. But also there's certain people out there that are around our age um, that they're by themselves, and that's not good. Because yeah. I was at a place where when I was by myself in seventh, eighth grade, um, I was suicidal and I almost took my life. But that was in a, I was by myself, but I was in a bad place. But now when I'm by myself, I can grow from it and nurture myself. So yeah. what do you think the difference between um, like what are the different types of isolation or how do you know when isolation will be beneficial for you? I've experienced both, but I'm trying to see how to like so articulate I, it. Yeah, I think it really. I, all, I think it just depends on your mindset, honestly. Yeah. Um, and when I lost my mom, nobody could really feel my pain. You know, I had to pray every night. I had to surround myself with positive energy. But yeah, I'm the only person that got me through my through that journey, and it was because of my mindset. I knew I had a purpose. You know, I know either it could go left, where I end up in a cemetery or in a jail cell, or I can do right, where I can go to college, find a wife, get married. You know, yeah. the, the dream. Right. But, um, yeah, it was the mindset. Like, I just believed in myself. I knew that I could be Ronzel Teague, a person, and I wanted to be somebody. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I honestly think it just depends on who you surround yourself with. That's very important. But also how you think and, you know, that determines where you go from there. When y'all, when y'all yeah. say you're by yourself, do you mean physically, like, yo, I'm going to be in my room, I'm like, isolate myself, I'm by myself, or... I'm by myself like I want to reach out to somebody, but I just don't yeah. have anybody. I think both. It's yeah, both. It's I think even when we're around people, apart. like you can still be alone and be around people. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. But when you say, yo, 2020, I was or by myself mm-hmm. or are you, I guess my question is, are you saying you, you isolated yourself from everybody? There's people that are knocking yeah. on the door and want to come mm-hmm. in, but you're like, mm. I'm by myself. I yeah. just wanted to kind of just, 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 be alone, yeah. or are we saying you're reach out, reaching out to people, but there's nobody there to help me? Mm. I have a good answer for that. Yeah. So, oh, well, no, go ahead. so for me, um, when I decided, I basically got into isolate or I isolated myself in 2022, um, 2020 also, and for me, I made the choice to go into uh, isolation because the people around me. I realized that it was time for me to like take myself to a new level. Uh, like I just realized, like like I said, I had that self awareness moment. So I realized these are all the things that I'm struggling with. These are all the things that I'm dealing with. I need to take some time to myself to work on these things. But I also realized ninety percent of the people in my life right now are they almost kind of play a part in these habits. They encourage right. them. Uh, they support them. So I'm going to make the choice to separate myself from this environment. And when people ask me to come out or they ask me to do things with them or whatever, I'm just going to say no. And I'm fine with that. I'm not depressed or sad or anything because right now I'm working on myself. But there's the other side of it. Um, I think one of my pastors used to say before, basically, like, the devil's goal is, like, to steal, kill, and destroy, right? Um, And he also wants you, the devil wants you to get into isolation also. But it's like... The devil wants to get you into isolation, to bring you down, to destroy you, uh, to hurt you. And so we can 
get into isolation where we make the choice to like do it for like our self-improvement and things like that. But it's also when like, it's like you can be brought down into isolation mm. into, into a point to where you're just there in sadness and depression. Um, yeah, well, I'm, but pretty much you're choosing to isolate because mentally, yeah. mentally. Yeah. So where are some people that we, we kick out of our life or mm-hmm. we try to create distance, mm-hmm. but not because they did anything wrong. Yeah. It's your mind saying, I want to do things all by myself. Real good example. My, um, my wife had a real struggle with being a full-time wife. Mm-hmm. She really did. I said, you could quit your job. She's like, all right, cool. I ain't like being there. But when she did quit her job, she felt like she was losing control. Mm. And she's so used to doing things by herself. She actually went back and got a job. It mm. wasn't even about money anymore. It's not like I need you to make some money to help make yeah. ends meet. Yeah. But she felt like she was losing control. Mm-hmm. So she wanted to get back to, okay, I have some sort of control. Mm-hmm. Mm. So I'm going to push away someone's help because I'm in control. But another perspective is I think there's two ways to not have something. You either you you either can't get it, you can't get the thing, mm-hmm. or you can, you decide not to. Right. So mm. if you're hungry, if you like want to have some food, it's better to have money and then say I'm going to fast. Because I, have, I can, I can go get What's up, podcaster or soon-to-be podcaster? Get ready to level up your podcast game because the number one podcast education summit of the year is back, and it's bigger and better than ever. I'm talking about the second annual podcast summit happening on July 4th and 5th in the content creation capital of the world. You already know, ATL, baby. Atlanta, Georgia, going down July 4th and 5th, two full days. Imagine this. Imagine you getting all the game you need to take your voice, your brand, your your business to the next level. Imagine getting all the insider tips. Imagine getting all the know-how that you've been craving for the last two, three, four years where you're talking about you're going to start a podcast, but you haven't yet because you don't have the tools, you don't have the tips, you don't have the tricks. I don't care if you're just starting or you're a seasoned pro. This summit has something for everyone. Picture you mastering the basics of setting up your podcast or unlocking the secrets to grow your brand on social media. We're not just talking about podcasting here. I'm talking about you want to build a long form catalog, whether it's skits, movies. We got people talking about script writing. This is an incredible experience. Imagine, imagine discovering the art of securing these lucrative sponsorship deals. And that's not all. Learn the ropes of creating a pitch deck that has sponsors knocking down your door. Oh, wait, 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 wait. There's more. This isn't just a summit. This is an experience. I'm telling you. Rub shoulders with industry leaders. And you got to network with the other people that are doing what you're doing. All the guests that have ever been on Social Proof Podcast, I'm giving them a free ticket. And in exchange, they promise me that they're going to sit down and do short interviews with you. We got podcast booths for our VIP members where you can sit down, pull somebody to a side, and you're going to create content in real time. I know what you're thinking. How do I get a part of this podcasting paradise? Well, it's simple. All you have to do is head over to podcastsummit.com, grab your tickets now, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, because I have something really, really special for you. I got a little treat for my early birds, people who take action. The next 20 listeners and only 20 listeners who get your tickets right now, okay? I'm not only going to give you 20% off of whatever ticket level you get, you get 20% off. 
But if you use the promo code Big Deal, it'll take 20% off immediately. But I'm also going to allow the first 20 people to listening to this right now to be able to bring a friend, bring a teammate, bring a partner for absolutely free. You get general admission, they get general admission. You get VIP, they get VIP. Whatever ticket level you purchase, you get to bring a friend, partner, colleague, boo thing for absolutely free. Nothing extra required. My team's going to reach out to you, get your partner's name, or if you don't have the person you know right now yet, you got time, no pressure, you get us back. But use that code big deal. That triggers to let us know you get to bring someone for free. So don't wait. So secure your spot at the number one podcast education summit in the country. Join us July 4th and 5th in Atlanta. Let's turn your podcast dreams into a reality, y'all. Head over to podcastsummit.com. Use promo code BIGDEAL at checkout and get your tickets now. Don't miss out on the opportunity to take your podcast to new heights, take your brand to new heights, take your business to new heights with this unprecedented offer, okay? I'll see you at the summit. And don't forget to use promo code Big deal. It, but I make it a decision not to. Mm. It's a different scenario when you don't have anything and you're starving yeah. by mm. yourself. So some people are in a scenario where they don't have help. That's when isolation is dangerous. Yes. Yeah. Because you can't just go get some help. Right. You don't have yeah. it. You're not, you right. don't have That's this circle point. of people, right? Yeah. But some people, you got it. You can go get the help, which could be equally toxic mm-hmm. where i have support but i'm too prideful to go get it so yeah. i'm gonna isolate myself and act like i don't have anything which i think is just as bad as not having it listen if i was gonna teach you how to make a million dollars would you give me ten thousand like if i had a course teach you how to make a million dollars you're positive you're gonna make a million dollars would you give me ten thousand of course you would it's no brainer right so in a calendar year we make seven figures with the podcast but there's 21 things that I extracted from that that you're going to need to launch a podcast, but I only got time to give you three right now. One is you need a distribution platform. The distribution platform is what you upload your podcast to. That platform sends it to Spotify, Apple, Google Play, so that your supporters can actually listen to your podcast. You're also going to need a microphone. You need a really good microphone so it's crispy audio. And three, you need an income strategy. This is not necessarily a hobby, unless you're going to make it a hobby, but I can teach you how I made the seven figures with these 21 things. Now, the good news is you don't have to give me 10,000. My ebook is only 37 bucks, okay? So listen, go to podcastebook.com and get the 21 things that you need. And I I can explain it in detail, all the things that you need, okay? Podcastebook.com. Let's get to the episode. That is true. Yeah, people could. I think it's important to decide where you are. Yeah. I ain't got nobody or I'm isolated. You got like that deserves some... A conversation right or telling like saying like everybody hates me or like i don't like i don't have nobody that supports me if you got one person that's your one person that you need to pour yeah. into and even i like what you said jada of like um an, the people that are in your life sometimes they contribute to it um and you just have to like really figure out like who's really genuinely here to help me get through this and who's not like there's so many friends that I had to like, like I'm grateful for y'all because there were so many friends that I had like where they're able to tell me everything, uh, like pour onto me everything that they have going on. And then when I start talking, they'll be like, oh, I got to go. <laughs> it's like, bro, like, all right, <laughs> like, now I got to cut you out because like yeah. you're, you're adding more fuel to the fire. I'm already got stuff in my mind. And even it would be like, I, I used to do boxing to like relieve stress and like, 
as soon as I leave boxing, somebody's calling me to tell me about how bad their day was. Like, yeah. bro, I just <laughs> like I just yeah. got myself together. So, <laughs> so it's just like different things like that. And um, I know for me, like I was definitely choosing not to get help. Like I have friends, I have um, I have family. My my grandma, my mom, my stepdad, different things like that. Like my stepdad, when I used to lock the door last year, he used to tell me like. There's no way you're sitting in these four walls, four walls, 365 days. Like you're about to go insane. <laughs> he was mm. like, you need to get out and like do stuff. And that's why, like, I'm glad I moved to Atlanta because, like, before, like, in November, I'm like, all right, if you're gonna move out here, like, you need to fast and get your mind right. You can't just be out here like uneasy and like yeah. depressed and like sad and like going through a like have no emotional control. Um. And yeah, like I, I, you've know, you know this, but like I've had like problems with like communication and I'm like, I know I need to improve on that um, because I'm like a very introverted person. Even like my family, they like, you're doing a podcast. <laughs> you don't even talk. <laughs> so it's like different things like that. Like, um, yeah, like just opening up and being unwilling, like being willing to get uncomfortable. You do have a really good trait about you too. Um, where you'll still pick up the phone when you know why I'm calling. Yeah. So I'm like, yo, Trey, I need this thing, right? I need a flyer or something. And he knows he told me he was going to have it to me last night. This is now the next day. Mm -hmm. So when I call, you know why I'm calling. Yeah. Right. Right. But I think he has a real special trait where he'll still pick up the phone and not avoid it, which is huge. And you guys will obviously, as you start meeting new people, like I've been meeting people for 30, you know, almost 40 years now. Mm -hmm. And you'll realize some people just shy away and they just won't pick up the phone and they'll do it and then send it mm -hmm. and they call me back. Mm -hmm. That is that like, it's like little stuff like that, mm -hmm. that you see certain flaws in people. But the cool thing is you don't have that. Yeah, yeah. yeah like cause you could have dropped me a long time ago, but <laughs> you could have dropped me a long oh time ago. Gosh. Like even right before we started recording, he was like, "You still don't have a VA yet." <laughs> like yeah. that's been something that like I need to get done. Yeah. If I really want my business to grow, like that's what you. That's the next level is yeah. like starting to build that team. And we've yeah. been talking about that forever. Yeah. Bro, we've been yeah. talking about that for like two, how long have we been talking about that? Like a year since and a half. Twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one. Since I graduated, because I remember when we had the content creation boot camp, and I yes. was charging like this. We're not gonna say the price, but <laughs> <laughs> I was charging this low price, and you was like, "Bro, that's not even minimum wage. Like, what are yeah. you doing?" So, um, yeah, like different things. Like you, ha if you have the resources, use them to your best ability. Um, if you don't feel comfortable like sharing with everybody, like share with the people that you know, like. This person is not gonna go out and air my business. Like I'm able to chat with them and different things. Um, I'm not really sure how to like if y'all have any suggestions on how to get past some like someone who is asking for help. Like I don't know if y'all saw 13 Reasons Why. Yeah. She was literally had all the signs of like asking for help and nobody helped her. Yeah. No so it's like, what do you do in that moment? In that moment, it's more so. It's dangerous because like it requires like you to be self-aware and everybody else around you to be self-aware, which mm -hmm. is dangerous because if everybody else is not self-aware, but you are, you're still going to feel alone and you still might operate a certain way. So mm -hmm. it's kind of dangerous. But I feel like even with our like situations, like I was suicidal, but I'm blessed anyway. Like, yeah, I still have like so to a certain extent, like I was always taught this, like 
there's always somebody going through something worse than you. Like right. at the end of the day, like even though like, again, I lost my sister, there's somebody that lost all their siblings. And then you said you lost your mom. There's mm-hmm. somebody that lost all their parents and they literally have no parents or nothing. And they're yeah. probably maybe adopted or something like that. And they have a whole family that isn't blood uh, related to them. But at the same time, it always can be worse. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, again, the choice is still there. It's just, I, cause I hate full transparency. Shout out to Donnie. Um, <laughs> Like in full transparency, it's gonna be harder. Yeah. But it's still done. Like yeah. difficulty doesn't mean that there's not gonna be growth there. Yeah. It's just gonna take a little bit longer. Like it's easier to make ten million dollars with a million rather than with a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Like this is simple as it is. It's still possible. It's just gonna take more work. So Yeah, and even I like wanted, people I, 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 what I, I wanted to get to uh to Yanni and Jada on their definition of growing pains mm-hmm. real quick. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then uh we can get back to it. But of course. I, I didn't hear from you yet. Okay. Um, my definition of growing pains. Pause it. Yeah. (laughs) My definition of growing pains is when you get to a position where you can look at what you went through from a different perspective. Mm -hmm. So I would say for me, um, I didn't grow up with my mom in my life. My grandma was in my life, my aunt and my dad, but not my mom. And I always wish I had that mommy daughter relationship. Um, and so I grew up kind of like mad, like, you know, upset. But then later on, I realized that she has like a mental condition. She has schizophrenia. So then I'm like, oh, so it's not her fault completely because she can't control what she goes through. Um, so I look at it from a different perspective. So now it's not hurting me. I look at it more of a, okay, I understand now. You know? Got it. Got it. Jada, I feel pains. like for me is basically learning how to get over each hurdle that you approach in life, right? Mm. So say um, with each hurdle you approach, it gets higher and higher. You may have to go and train um, and become better and work on yourself so you can get over that hurdle, but then you approach the next one and it's even taller than the last one. Mm. So now you have to like keep trying and keep working on yourself to be able to, to get over that one. And I feel like it's just a continuous process. Like, it's us trying to constantly overcome these hurdles, like as we just go through our journey in life. That's how I view it. That's good. Yeah, for someone that's like your age, okay. So give me everybody's age real quick. We'll start with Jaden. How old are you? Twenty four. Twenty four. Trey is nineteen. Nineteen. Twenty five. Twenty five. Twenty. 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 Got you. Gen Z. What do you think your biggest struggle is? What are some of the things that you all deal with that no other generation deals with? Um, mm. I would say because of social media is this really big pressure of I got to be super, super successful right now. Mm. And I see so many people um, that causes like depression for a lot of people because mm. it's like, dang, I'm 21, 22 and I'm not where I need yeah. to be yet. You know, um, I'm not where I want to be yet. And so I think that's been like. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply the biggest thing I feel like I dealt with like comparison a lot for a while um and the only way I was even able to overcome that was was by realizing that 
all these other people I'm comparing myself to, they are like focused on their journey. Like they're doing the things that they need to do in order to get to this success. The only, so it's like me comparing myself is dumb because I'm not doing what I need to do to get there. Like that's literally mm-hmm. all it is. Um, it doesn't mean that I can't be successful at 22, 23, 24, 25. Mm-hmm. It just comes down to what are the things that I'm actually doing. But I feel like when you're always, when you always have images of all these people around you that are like, doing all these great things uh, like we see it everywhere tiktok mm-hmm. instagram people becoming yeah. millionaires like mm. children becoming millionaires off of reviewing toys like yeah, <laughs> all this that. stuff and be making we you think like exactly <laughs> it makes you think like dang what am i doing because before social media even though it could have been all these people doing great things you don't got to see it yeah. so Thanks, i yeah. feel like that's like the biggest yeah. thing i think me. our generation we have a choice whether we want that stuff to influence us or not but you all like up in in social media it's a part of your life so of course it matters more to you than it would to you know somebody my age but uh, what else what are some things y'all go through i would say um still social media but Mm -hmm. like self-worth so i know some people that feel like Mm -hmm. oh i'm not doing well because i'm not getting this many likes or Mm -hmm. you know oh i'm not pretty because i only got five likes or Mm -hmm. i didn't get no like you know that i even experienced that myself Mm -hmm. like Posting my business, okay. Not even my business, for me. Posting myself mm-hmm. on my page. Dang, I get that many views. Was the video not cute? Let me delete it and post it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I started letting it affect the way I view myself. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, w- I want to go on a different topic of that. I think it's peer pressure for me. Um, a lot of people came into peer pressure heavy. You know, um, I get people to ask me all the time, do I drink? Do I smoke? I tell them I don't. You know, yeah. that separates me from those people, but... I think peer pressure is a lot of, it's, it's one of those things that we go through that's relevant in this time. That, yeah. You know, yeah. I never even thought about that because in our in our generation, smoking weed was a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Or, mm-hmm. or like drinking, you kind of got to hide it, sneak it. <laughs> but now it's super it's legal. Cool. It's cool. Everything, yeah. everybody's super free. Like you, was, you wasn't just going to be... <laughs> Much less on camera, but you weren't about to just be smoking in front of a whole bunch of people. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, yo, we'll on camera. It's like it's a it's, it's cool a part now. of life. I didn't, I never even thought about that being like a real pressure because it's it's it's, it's not it's even pressure. Cool. It's just normal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And now you look. I guess you look crazy if you don't want to. Yeah, but I just I surround myself around people that align with my visions, my goals, and if you don't, then you gotta gotta yeah. gotta go. Man, yo, when, when growing up in my day, I feel like I'm like a grandfather <laughs> talking to his kids. Back in my day, if it, it was like if you were playing music loud mm-hmm. and you drove past a church, disrespectful. You feel me? Like you turn it down or. Like you, no matter what, you're not about to cuss it no more. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's great. I'm telling you, it was a it was a way of life. Like mm-hmm. there's certain respect you had. Like you had, you're not even you're not going to be cussing at no adult. I'm not not saying yeah. like cussing at them, but you don't even you're say gonna... it around them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember I saw this one video of it was literally a church happen a, a party happening in church. Mm-hmm. Like they were drinking and smoking and dancing on people in a church. <laughs> Mm. That was crazy. It's it's up now. No matter it's, <laughs> it's wild. We see some things now, man. That like for me, like it's like me and people of my generation, like Marcus, we're looking like, yo, you what? Mm. But now it's it's normal. 
Yeah. Right? And we're looked at as crazy, like, come on, Grandpa, you don't... <laughs> you know what I mean? What, what else did Gen Z face? I, I would say, like, we have so much access. So basically, combining everything that y'all said. So, like, now, if a child start crying, here, here go to iPad, be quiet. Mm. Mm. Now, they on TikTok. My brother was literally singing Christian, like, blue, blue face and Christian. He was like, it's a vibe all the time. Yeah. Like, how do you even know that? Like, right. I wasn't on, like, I had a DS. <laughs> like, I had a, don't know about that. I had a phone only because I was going to school. Like, they literally have so much access to the point, like, they don't even care to see their friends in person. Because they can just call it. them. They don't have to, like... Ask their mom, oh, can we go here? Can we go here? Because mm. they can get an Uber if they want to. Like, it's so much access right. that we like have and stuff like that. Yeah, there's a loss yeah. of connection. And I would think, I would say that the generation between, like, the difference between our generation and yours is like, your parents was a more, like, your parents were more strict and, like, had rules and morals and boundaries of, like, don't do this, don't do that. What I think we know better is to allow our children to speak. A lot yeah. of like a lot of times in like your generation, they would say like, be quiet or you ask why. And it's like, cause I said so. And it's like, mm. that's not communication. That's not a, like giving your child the reason of this is why I'm telling you to do this. Yeah. I'm telling you not to go out with this friend because they're going to get you, lead you to the wrong situation. I'm yeah. telling you not to disrespect your teachers because that's how you're going to treat other people. And now nobody likes you. Yeah. So it's, it's different things like that. Like you're, there's more there's less discipline with us um and we have a lack of like like discipline and control of like what we have and like boundaries. yeah boundaries yeah. Yeah, I, think, I it's mean, think it's a loss of connection because y'all yeah. just grew up unconnected yeah <laughs> like we yeah. can see the loss of connectivity yeah. you know what i mean like because yo believe it or not it was at one point where if you are going to like 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 really hang out with your friends you had to like actually go hang out with them. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? There wasn't no face on. You had to go to their house and you couldn't even say, oh, like meet me here. It's like you had to knock on their door and see if they were home. home yeah. yeah. You got the bikes that. outside laying on I the ground. Like, yeah. I feel like we the last generation. Yeah, yeah, like I feel like we the last generation. Like back yeah. in my day, I used to be outside. Like, no, like for snow. real, for real. Yeah. I was like, I had a go to house. Like I had trampoline in the backyard and then we had like the four wheelers, ATVs and stuff, scooters, all of this stuff. So everybody used to come to my house. Like we used to, (laughs) if I was in trouble and everyone, it would literally be a whole group of girls that come and knock on my door and they'll be like, can Jada come outside? It's like, nah, she can't come outside today. You had a a phone in school? Uh, so I, well, I got a phone when I was 10, but. Bless. What? I got a phone when I was like six. I, mean, that's yeah, like, that's I got a old. phone when I went to college. Dang. <laughs> with, I feel like with is limited minutes. With limited grade, minutes. College. Did it have buttons on College is college. 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 So what y'all do? So wait, you never. So wait, hold on. So you had a, you a, had a girl on the phone. No. When you had the little thing with the antenna. No, no, those had to be attached to a car. Oh yeah, what? Oh wait, y'all had the you had the dial up thing where you had the little. That's at your house. Okay, the phone, car phones used to come in a bag. It was a bag, and you had to like plug in the phone to the cigarette lighter. That's crazy. That's interesting. 
Y'all really? We don't do that no more. <laughs> you, well, how old were you when, you when you got your first phone? I was in middle school. Middle school? I used to share my phone with my grandma in elementary school. College. You hear me? My first phones was like a Blackberry... Like, I'm trying to think, oh, though. I was, like, six. But the only reason, because my mom, like, you know, she had to keep in contact with me. And I was in yeah. a um, charter school. So it was, like, in an area where none of my family went. So it was like, all right, you need a phone in order to stay connected with me if anything goes wrong. So that's the oh, only reason why I got a, a phone at, at six. I had the little one. Um, it was, like, this big. And then, you know, it has the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. And then it's a text. <laughs> the Nokia. Oh, yeah, yeah. It has snake on it. Oh, yeah. It was an itty bitty screen, probably this big, into text. You have to press each number, yeah, like freaking multiple times oh, yeah, right, just to yeah. get to the letter. Like, oh, it was wow. no actual keyboard or nothing. That was my first phone, and then I had a flip phone, which is still the same thing, like, still had to keep pressing that number just to get to the yeah. letter. But at least it flipped now, Yo, and- yeah. <laughs> Yo, being connected to like the, the connectivity makes us more unconnected. So mm. for all of y'all as kids, someone's connected to you, meaning they can get in touch with you because that device is in your pocket. Right. Mm. When I was growing up, it wasn't. Once you move, you lose them. Once you Yo, move, you lose. If, I, if I'm not seeing you, you'd have to just, the next time you see me or talk to me mm-hmm. or communicate with me is the next time you see me yeah. in person. Wow. Which makes me like, if if I want to um if I want to be connected or like have like some human interaction, I actually had to go do something. It wasn't at the, my fingertips. So mm-hmm. right now, y'all decide not to text anybody in a split second. But we'd have to like leave our house and go talk to people <laughs> or hope we have to see people in person. But the fact that we're like you guys, you you won't understand. You like you'll never understand. Being disconnected from the world totally. Yeah. Yeah. Because someone always can get in touch with you or somebody, you can always get in touch with somebody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you, like, you didn't experience the transition. It's just like, yo, that's just what y'all in. Yeah. 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 We weren't like fully like, again, we were in the generation that's kind of converging into that. Right. Like I had a phone when I was six. It was a flip phone too. I remember that's, they got me in a, they put in a little pop tire box. It was crazy. Um, and I had the DS too. I had a DS and then I upgraded that to the 3DS. The Jones Heart. The Wii. Um, the Wii. <laughs> they know about the PSP. The PSP, they don't. They need to bring that back. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like we didn't, we definitely, it's it's weird. So like, um, well, to answer that and to answer the question previously, like um, I think that, I think everybody was saying the same thing. I think self-validation and self-coping has made us weak. Yeah. I feel like, because we want to, I think that's a bad trait that we have because we seek validation from everybody. Mm-hmm. So like as a if we have parents or we have people we look up to, we seek validation from them to know if we're doing good yeah. or to know how we're doing. So if yeah. they're telling us one thing, we're, that's that's our metric of gauging how well we're doing. Right. So then we took that and put that into something like social media. Right. We put that into having certain friends, even if they were bad friends or good friends. So like I feel like the validation part and then the coping part was easier too. So instead of actually dealing with the problems, will use different things like drinking, smoking, sex, like all these different yeah. things to cope with it instead of actually dealing with it. So then again, we grow up, I but we like don't grow. We've been doing that though. We've been doing yeah. But we, but it's now it's more it's it's unfortunate. It's too common now. It's like when the first time we went to the, now. We went to the club, <laughs> it was 
I, when I walked in there, y'all went yeah, to the club. When I, when I went to the <laughs> 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 club. <laughs> yeah, first off, oh god, what club y'all going to? Hey, it was your fault. It's it was your fault. It was that. Oh, 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 yeah. But I got it. I, I got it. Like, are there? Are there twenty one and under, or is it? No, it was. It was. It was finesse. Sneak in. I had to sneak in. You had yeah. to, so it's twenty one and older. <laughs> yeah. And you had to sneak in. Yeah, yeah. I was grown. So yeah, yeah. Ocean City, City they have one like that. Yeah, but he wasn't. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was. Were all y'all there? Were you there? No, 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 no. You weren't there. You weren't there. I wasn't. I was there, but I was there. But he wasn't. Yeah. Everyone didn't come to nothing. We can come with nothing. We went just in. Who else was with y'all? MJ. It was a group of us. MJ was everybody. Oh wait, MJ. MJ went home. It was a group of people. We got a podcast summit coming up in Miami. Y'all just be just. We're gonna be on our best behavior. They wanted to introduce me to that life. Yeah, I gotta. I want to. One just. I appreciate you all for what you're doing in this podcast space and uh, talking to our audience. In a few short words, I want to ask everyone, uh, what do you think the disconnection is between your generation and the generation that you look up to? Mm-hmm. What is it What is it that you're not getting from us? In uh, short answers, Uh-oh. so we can... Uh, <laughs> Let's go, Yanni. Yanni gets it done. I, I know this I might sound. Ladies first. Ladies first. Ladies okay, need some time to think. Yeah. Anybody? Um, I honestly would say it's kids raising kids. You know, I mm. see um, mm. a lot of people having kids at a younger age, mm-hmm. um, and they don't they don't know lessons in life. They don't know how to be respectful, um, be mannerable. You know, they don't. See, our generation doesn't know how to teach you that. If a if a kid is okay, so when I say a kid is raising a kid, like um, my sister, she had her baby at a young age when she was fifteen. Mm-hmm. So and my mom died. So you know, it's like how can you teach lessons to a kid if you haven't even learned them at the age of fifteen? So I'm just saying, a lot of people are having kids at a younger age and they don't know how to teach lessons in life. They don't know how to raise a kid gotcha. the correct way. You okay. know? I feel yeah. like that was actually a big thing with like more like your generation uh, or even when you go older than that, like the grandparents, wasn't people getting married at like 14, 15 years yeah, old? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, I think y'all waiting a lot longer than we did. But I, it's still common. Um, but I feel like that has been going on for a while is people mm. having kids young. But I feel like we are going to move differently than y'all did. Even though I don't plan on having kids soon. I feel like we're going to move differently than y'all did. I feel like y'all y'all were like the last generation to really get your parents programming that you really had to break. Mm-hmm. But and but I feel like for us, like my dad was the was the type of person where he like all the stuff that like y'all were saying and stuff. Like my dad was like hard on me too. Like oh like. Um, the only way you're going to be successful is so you go to college and just all this stuff, like this older mindset. And I feel like we just became really like what I see with Gen Z and younger people. It's like we become self-aware at a much younger age. I don't know why. I don't know if it's because we have access to so much stuff, but we become yeah. self-aware at a much younger age. I feel like now when this generation does start having kids that we're going to be better parents. But I think the, 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 you guys have more information to choose from to create yeah. your own narrative and your own thought process. True. We only had 
what our parents told us. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So you guys like have the world of information to decide. Okay, I like that. I don't like that. That's I'm what it is. Take that. Yeah. yeah. So you guys got more options. Yeah. Um, but anybody else? Anything oh. that our generation is not providing you right now? I would say like just being so like hard sometimes. Like they be talking about like oh. Like this music they make today, the city girls and stuff. Y'all had Freak Neek and all that stuff. Like, y'all was outside, back outside, boys. Like, y'all was outside doing y'all things. So it's like, don't sit here and act like, don't sit here and act like y'all wasn't doing nothing. Like, y'all was outside, y'all was sneaking out the windows. We ain't got to do that. Like, we got to yeah, own Yeah, nah, it's, it's different, bro. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> it's the same. I mean, the Apple Don't Fire series. Why? History Why do you think that is? Have you, yo, listen. I heard the song. It, it was from my first time. I, I heard people talking about the song. The song with, uh, what was it? Cardi B and was it Nicki Minaj? Oh, uh, Megan, no. uh, Megan no. the Stallion probably. Yeah. Megan the Stallion and Cardi B. Wop. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what is wild. Yo, I was flabbergasted <laughs> to say that kind of stuff yeah, on a song. And it's just so, um, nat- some of the outfits that people wear now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my it's gosh. Out yes, the walls, look, as a designer, that'd be making me so mad. These girls be asking for dresses where they just want it completely see-through, but just put some diamonds on my nipples and my privates. <laughs> yeah. And I just feel like you cannot be serious. But mm-hmm. that's literally... You make it? No, I don't make stuff like that. No, you can keep that. But like, like, I feel like people be so like. Yeah, no, that's wild. It's, there's no censorship. Yo, you couldn't, you wouldn't hear like cuss words on TV. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like I'm talking about, like there was, you're not even gonna hear nothing close to a cuss word. You're yeah. not gonna see nothing like. The most you would see is maybe a, um, a a a bathing suit. At yeah. some point, but yeah. not a lot, and that was risky mm. on TV. You know what I mean? Because you're thinking, "Oh, well, really? you got to fit." What? Mm. Yeah. I'm trying to think about older MTV. The only mm. the only if you think about um, Baywatch, that mm-hmm. was a show. Mm-hmm. It was about being on a beach and lifeguards and stuff like that. So the, the fact that he had it in a setting on a beach, it's like okay, well, you wear clothes okay. appropriate yeah. for. Yeah. But that was literally like porn, kind of. <laughs> like that was that was what people were watching it for like not for the plot but I think who was that Pamela Anderson yeah so she had a real big top and that was <laughs> a real big top <laughs> it wasn't about the programming trust me yo listen man first I, I, let me let me tell y'all I'm, I'm super proud of y'all if you're watching this I want you to subscribe to the Growing Pains podcast Pains with a Z for Generation Z I will definitely have some merch and um, I want y'all to support it so if you are watching this and you're typically kind of like my demographic, maybe like uh, older 30s, I'm going to be watching it because I want to know how you guys think. Mm-hmm. But also, if you have like a little brother or, you know, even if you got kids that are Generation Z, you definitely need to watch this podcast because uh, they're going to be get it, giving a lot of information, but also um, um, sharing what's going on today y'all gonna have like yeah. more people like me on y'all podcast right of course yeah, yeah. yeah so you guys can kind of get our our wisdom from our perspective yeah. Yeah. but make sure when y'all have us on here challenge us mm-hmm. yeah we're not always right you know what i mean i don't want like if you have like marcus rose i'm sure he'll be on it he'll be a great guest of course. but he has a particular way of thinking but don't just go with it because 
he's who he is or don't just go with what I say. Challenge it. Right. right? Yeah. So I might have an idea about what I want the thumbnail to look like. Mm-hmm. And y'all know better than me what y'all want. You might mm-hmm. have to say, yo, this our, our, our audience ain't going to be feeling that. Yeah. yeah. So you, you got to... I want you to take ownership of this podcast and make it something that I could never even imagine making a podcast. You know what I mean? I want want you to know that you have the freedom to create and I want you to be creative. So I'll give you some input, but my input is only my thought from my perspective. It Mm -hmm. doesn't make it right. Okay. So let introduce yourselves. Uh, Make sure you uh, let everybody know how they can find you. Go and wrap up. Can I say one little thing? I knew it. (laughs) (laughs) Because I had an answer for your question I didn't get to say. So I was going to say, as far as the older generation, don't try and minimize the feelings of the younger generation. Because I feel like what happens often is people people say like, oh, well, you're only 20-something or whatever. Like, you haven't experienced nothing. Like, you don't know much. But I feel like we grow at such a, a much faster rate than like previous generations did. So I feel like Mm -hmm. we are actually going through a lot of real life stuff right now. So don't try and minimize somebody's feelings and be like, you're only 18, you're only 19, you're only 20. Like it's people that's 18, 19, 20 with million dollar businesses or whatever Mm -hmm. the case may be. Like we're actually out here doing things uh, and going through things. So that that. that would be my answer to the question. But (laughs) I am Jada Ellis, your favorite couture fashion designer, and you can find me on Instagram at Jael Official at J-A-E-L-L Official. I love it. All right. So I'm Travion. I am a graphic designer, so I help entrepreneurs and content creators create graphics and, you know, bring first impressions to whatever it is that they do as far as their brands and their business. So you can find me on Royal Travion, R-O-Y-A-L-T-R-E-V-I-O-N. And my business page is Royal T Made It. Royal T without the Y and Made It. I love it. I like that, Trey. Uh, my name is Runzel T Jr. Producer. Don't get it, so y- y'all don't see him a whole lot. Yeah. <laughs> he be throwing yeah, those yeah. spicy questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, but my name is Runzel T Jr. Don't forget the Jr. Shout out to my dad. I am a videographer, editor, producer, host, engineer for the Social Proof Network. So you can check me out. Um, I'm excited for this podcast. And yeah, you can follow me on all platforms at Legendary Zell. L E G E N D A R Y. Z-E-L-L. That's it. Love it. Um, what's going on, everybody? My name is Deshaun Bennett. Um, I'm a 20-year-old um, options trader and investor, and I help people understand financial literacy and make it simple. So if you want to find me on any platform, it's CEO with Sean, CEO, A-S-H-O-N, CEO, A-S-H-O-N. Hey, guys. My name is Yanni. I own a Christian brand called Wise Label, where I help young adults grow their relationship with God. How can they find you? Oh, <laughs> I forgot that part. That part's important. <laughs> um, my brand is my brand ad on Instagram and TikTok is Wise Label, so W I S E L A B L, and then my my main is Yanni Bratcher, Y A N N I B R A T C H E R. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, make sure y'all like, subscribe, follow these these uh, these amazing amazing Gen Zers. Uh, they have real perspective and real conversation. So if you enjoy this, please like, subscribe, and go follow them. All right? We're out. Peace. If you like the video that you just watched, click this one. You're going to like this one, maybe even more. Click it right now. You can date somebody, and then it's over. Because I'm not married to you. But in this journey to success, you got to, like, practice giving something your all.